Quick question, did you use body filler on your door? <laughs> Under the doorknob, is that what that is? Yeah, it's body filler. <laughs> I knew it, I told you. Yeah, some, I, I came home and uh, somebody tried to kick my freaking door in oh. or whatever. I'm like, why do they try to kick my door in when it has a giant glass pane right there or whatever? And so, but anyways, yeah, like all that was busted out. So I had to like re-glue oh. it and screw it. And I was putting like wood filler on it, but wood filler was taking forever to cure. So I was like, you know what? I know how to make this thing work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the body man in me was like, what's it doing? Freaking... Yeah, I don't. This town's full of crackheads. It's sad. Just gotta go ahead and improvise, essentially. Oh yeah, I mean, when in Rome, you just you know gotta make the best of it. I guess I don't. I don't think that's the same, but you know. Better than duct tape. <laughs> yeah, better than duct tape. That's arguable. <laughs> arguable. Hundred mountain hour tape. Freaking. Yeah, this this old house of mine. It's uh, it's been a headache. I yeah. You said you were doing trim. Yeah, I've been redoing the bathroom and stuff, and mm. it's just, yeah. Anyways. I like this thing, whatever you got going on here. This is cool. Yeah, I built, or helped build this guy's pool deck, and uh, he gave me a deal on it. He's like, well, I was only going to pay you this much money, and I want that much money for the bar. So he's like, oh, you give me 100 bucks. And he's like, nice. I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Is so, that a good deal? Yeah, it's a, a deal. A deal. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily need it, you know, but eh, it works good for this, so why not? I mean, literally, like, across the bar, quite. <laughs> it's that's, very... Yeah, that's how my buddy and me, we were doing it or whatever, and uh, he's like, what are we going to name it? And I was like, across the bar. <laughs> it works. Like, yeah. Genius. Genius. But, well, I, I'm not going to lie, I already hit record, so haha, ha snuck oh, attack you. Look at that. I'm fine but, with that. Yeah, see, it wasn't all bad, <laughs> but... So everyone today, uh, I guess we didn't go over. I can edit this spot out, but do you, you just want to go by Lynn? Yeah, that's fine. I don't okay. Care. No squirrel girl shit allowed. <laughs> yeah, squirrel girl. Did she tell you about that? No, I, I don't think not, I did. I'm curious. Uh, well, I found a dead squirrel in the back of a truck that we were working on. Like it was just a little baby one, like not even functioning yet it didn't and, even have like fur yeah it was just like because they were like what is that like a mouse or something i walked over and i said that's a baby squirrel if anybody and, would find a dead squirrel it'd be you oh but yeah. wait it gets better i i scooped it up and i said that i was going to take it home and boil its skin off and keep its skull you freaking would <laughs> yes i would yeah but mom said no so i didn't i was like uh no go like, go put that back <laughs> you're like what the fuck is up with this chick yeah <laughs> So I was like, whatever, you're just a squirrel girl. <laughs> Snake church, squirrel girl, whatever the fuck. Do <laughs> you want to get into that now that you brought it up? <laughs> well, funny thing is, is my uh, pastor's wife actually sent me a um, an article about the whole snake church thing after I had talked to her about it. And apparently that originated from, like, down in... Uh, the Andes Mountains. Hmm? The Andes Mountains. Yeah. Uh, the Andes Mountains? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where that's at. I, I don't even know. I think it's over by Tennessee, isn't it? Or maybe I'm about to embarrass myself. Sure I don't know. Relations you're thinking of yeah. Since. Well, like the the article said that it was down like in Tennessee, wherever whatever she sent me, and um, like there's a whole bunch of yeah. snakes down there, and as like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost to show their strength and power in God, they would yeah. pick up snakes, and if they came out unharmed, 
it was kind of like, oh, God gave us the grace of being able to hold snakes, and they incorporated it what? into their church. So, so basically, you got some hillbillies out there snagging snakes because the power yes, of Christ makes it's, them. It's mountain men, literally. Like that's that's what yeah. they do. Huh. That's taboo. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Wouldn't mess with a snake even if I was, you know, <laughs> in the presence of God or not. I'm like, dude, like this ain't a good idea for anyone. To be fair, that kind of takes us back to the childhood of when we used to go and catch snakes barehanded and stuff, garter snakes and stuff. Oh like that. yes, we would we oh, would no. go out back and catch snakes all the time, and we relocate them to our back backyard, as we called it. Yeah, it was a little it was a little property that had like a a giant pile of uh, branches, wood. Uh, I think I remember a couch being in there or something oh, like okay, that. Okay, yeah. And we'd just yeah. take it back there. And we'd just we'd you know, toss them the in snake, the pile. Yeah, just toss the snakes over there, and I think. Uh, somebody actually ended up setting that giant pile on fire. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Releasing yeah. their snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those poor snakes, man. What oh, man. We, uh, we were doing a good deed until somebody else messed up our good deed. And then it wasn't <laughs> well, a good deed anymore. So. Uh, I, mean... I, I can't remember who it was, but like there was one of our neighbor kids. And we had a uh, like nest that was underground in our front yard in those mm-hmm. like milk cartons from school that we would get. Yeah. One of the kids took one home and put it like in the hole so they couldn't get out. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but it started smelling in there real bad. <laughs> Maybe it's the milk going bad. Yeah. I, well, we took the milk carton out, but it still started um, smelling really bad in there. And uh, I don't know if we just like made them mad and they started defecating everywhere. I don't know. I mean, hell, it's hard to say. I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, I just looked at it. Yeah, it is on the Appalachian Mountains down in Kentucky is where it started. Oh, I'm right then. Oh, so well, it, was, it was very close. Not Tennessee, yeah. but very close. Well. Heck yeah, you can't beat that. So, yeah. But, what is it again? Uh, Presbyterian, you guys, or what is it? Oh, uh, Pentecostal Apostolic. But I found out recently from my mother that we're apparently not supposed to call it Pentecost because of the whole snake church thing. So, I don't know. So you just act as Apostolic. Apostolic. Mm-hmm. Gee, so uh, is it weird growing up in that kind of like environment growing up to paired compared to like how you live your life now? Oh, it was definitely a really, really big change. Like, I guess the whole thing was it's I felt like it was more of like a rule set and not really a religion for me. Like I never understood the why we do what we do. It was yeah. just this is what we do kind of thing. Yeah. So I guess my mom, she told me that she has, like, a lot of regret about it because she wished that she had told us the why more because right. I think that's why I got out in the first place is I just didn't understand why we did it. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, don't cut your hair, don't wear makeup, don't get piercings, you have to wear skirts. Right, like, yeah. It was just rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, so how do you, did you uh, experience the same kind of, like, view on this faith or? Um, What's your name again? I'm sorry, bud. Oh, Clay. Play. All yeah. right, I'm bad about names. I don't even... I'll have to write that shit down. I'm serious, man. I'm bad. My brain's scrambled anymore. <laughs> but how do you feel about? Did you guys like grow up in the same household and stuff? Yeah, we grew up in the same household. Um, I think it was a little bit. We've had kind of some differing views, I guess. Um, yeah, you're still apostolic. I was gonna say you? I still follow the faith uh, pretty strongly. Um, you know, there are some things that I'm kind of iffy about, mm-hmm. but not all. You know, I don't think that all of it's very bad, um, but, you know, there are certain things that I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, I think we could probably be a little bit more relaxed on that, but, right. you know, we're, you know, I try to stay pretty close-knit with, you know, some of the teachings and the following and stuff like that, so it just really depends. Gotcha. Um, 
forget this is for everybody, but yeah, just make sure like we stay close, like because this oh, sometimes. I was burping. I was oh no, I know. To... I'm just saying, like as a little public reminder. Um, but so, what are some of the the things though that versus just your Christianity or whatever, like your people that maybe don't have like a dress code or whatever, like is that the only thing that separates you guys out? Like, so I believe that um, you know there. There's a whole bunch of different little rules, I guess. It really it differs from uh, different branches of Christianity, I guess. So mm-hmm. With Apostolic Pentecostals, um, you know, we believe in the teaching of, of the apostles that followed Jesus Christ. Okay. And so, um, you know, some of the teachings that he taught and that they taught, you know, we try to follow those as much as possible. Um, really, it just, according to other uh, branches, essentially, of uh, Christianity, religion, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> it really does differ from your others like Catholic, Baptist, Trinitarian, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we believe, I guess it really just depends, but, um, you know, for men, we're supposed to be uh, basically more modest, essentially. Um, facial hair just usually depends. I think with the church that I go to right now, our pastor's a little bit more lax on that. Um, We've been to some churches though that like they don't like do facial cut? hair yeah. for men at really? all. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they don't allow other. If you want to be in a position to be used in the church, mm-hmm. um, they say you know no facial hair, um, you know short hair, don't have long hair, stuff like that. Uh, no piercings. It just really depends on where you go and mm. stuff like that. So I mean, it, it varies. It really does. That's so crazy, though, that in order for you to fit into your religion, let's say, like, the the, be- the bread and butter, you know, is all the same thing, but then, like, each mm-hmm. domination, or is that a... Denomination. Denomination, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm talking about something totally different. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, but, like, so <laughs> each... shades here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, each one of them has their own, like, if you want to be in our club, you got to be able to do this or mm-hmm. that, you know, and it's so silly, because to me, at least. Mm-hmm. I think but, that... So, you know, while we're on this little topic, I guess, um, you know, it's not that you won't be accepted or anything like that. I mean, there's little uh, platform rules that we have, like if you're on music ministry, uh, guitar, drums, singing, Mm -hmm. uh, et cetera, you know, they have a certain set of rules that you have to use. But, you know, anybody can come into the church and be accepted and stuff like that. Um, But when it comes to that, it, it does get kind of iffy. Um, but most of the time, you know, it doesn't matter what background you have, whether you've, you know, used to be a prostitute on the corner, or, you know, right. going and shooting up drugs and all that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. We'll still accept you for who you are. We'll still love you and still treat you like, you know, basically like you've been going there the past 20 years. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like whenever I came back to the church and stuff like that, I mean, obviously my hair has been chopped off since then and I got piercings and everything. They never even skipped a beat, honestly. They just kind of said, it's more about spirituality, not like what exact religion you are. Like our church right. is super lax, just very loving people. So like whenever I came in, I was worried because I was like, are you guys going to accept me for who I am because of mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I used to do and what I still do and all that. So, I mean, they just don't care necessarily yeah. as long as you have somewhat of a spiritual relationship with hmm. God. Yeah. So do you feel that whenever you're growing up, like since you had to wear like long skirts mm-hmm. and you couldn't cut your hair and things like that, like I assume you went to public education? Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. So like 
how was that growing up in that environment? You know, were kids mean? Oh, kids were definitely mean. I mean, like, I, I can't remember if you were there whenever I told this story at work. I think you were, but, like, the whole entire football team, so, like, their jerseys, obviously, they could, oh, like, yeah. pull them down and stuff like that. I'd be walking in the hallway, and they'd pull down their jerseys to look like skirts and say, ooh, I'm Pentecostal, and, like, right. obviously, that's not the worst of it, but, like, I remember in school, they would always, like, you know that whole, like, poking you in the side kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Like, I hate that shit, so they would do it so much till I fell to the ground, and, uh... One time we were in the gym and they ended up kicking me while they were doing that. I remember oh, it was it was not a fun time. Kids are mean because yeah. they just they see different and they treat you different. Right. So. Well, I I mean, you kind of always been in a different role though. It seems like you know from just talking to you, you do a lot of I guess male dominant workforces, you yeah. know, or whatever <laughs> work environments, if you will. So how's that been for you being always kind of the odd person out? Um, in a way, I mean, I don't mean that in a way. No, in a bad I mean, way. I definitely was always like very, like even the the kids in my church, I didn't really get along with them because so like whenever I went away, whenever I was nine, because of the cancer and stuff like that, it really separated me out from like the kids in the church because I had to grow up a lot faster than them, mm -hmm. and even even the kids in the church, they wouldn't really like talk to me much. They treat me like I was. Weird, like I am weird, but I mean they treat me like I was just like weirder than you actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they would definitely treat me different. And like with the whole like workforce thing, um, I actually ended up like uh, I don't really want to say like got kicked out because it was like a mutual thing. My mom wanted me out of the house. I wanted out of the house mm -hmm. whenever I was sixteen, but uh, I was Pentecostal still, and she had found out that I was wearing pants at work. And because I was doing construction at the time, right. and uh, she she was really mad about that. So, I mean, like on top of a lot of other stuff, I just I told her I didn't want to be in the religion anymore. I didn't like the rules. I didn't like the fact that I got treated so differently because you know I was just I wanted to love people and have friends and all that. I just wanted to feel like I was the same as everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I felt that if I was wearing skirts and had the long hair, I would never be seen as the same. So. Right? Huh? So. How'd, how'd your mom accept that, though? Was she, like, freaked out a little bit? Uh, like, with the whole me uh, like, wanting to do, like, more manly jobs kind of thing? Yeah, like, or... you just taking on your own, like, identity now. Well, my mom actually, so, like, growing up, uh, she did body work, too. We had uh, two 67 Mustangs that we had in our garage that Ooh. she rebuilt one of them from really? scratch. Yeah. Hell yeah. And painted it uh, white and blue, and then, what, Dad had the red and white one? Uh, red and blue. Was it red and black? Yeah, it was red and black. Oh, I thought it was red and white. I don't know. But um, she wasn't ever opposed to, like, the whole, like, strong woman type vibe right. thing. Because, like, you know, she raised us on her own, basically. My dad kind of dipped and uh, <laughs> more than kind of. But, um, oh, man, if he hears this, he's going to be boiling. But <laughs> um, Oh, well. Yeah. There's oh, well, only yeah. like three listeners in India that listen to this. So. <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> yeah, thank you, fellow listener. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, no, she's never really been, like, opposed to it. She's always very much been encouraging of that. It was just definitely hard because of the fact that in the church, they teach you from, like, for women, they teach you from a young age that you're supposed to be submissive to men. You're supposed to, like, almost in a way be at their beckoning call. And mm -hmm. I just, that never set well with me. I was right. always like, no, like, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be on my own terms kind yeah. of thing. So, in a way, she encouraged it, but also still wanted me to have that, like, submission under the whole, like, house rule kind of thing. Hmm. 
Yeah, that, that'd be quite the challenge. I mean, especially, like, if you're kind of out doing your own thing, too, you know what I mean? So where'd you live whenever you were 16? Like, just house to house, like, with friends and stuff, or? Oh, like, whenever I uh, moved out? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, like, legally, I wasn't allowed to live with my dad. I had a restraining order against him, but yeah. uh, my mom just dropped me off at his house, and gave him my birth certificate and my social security card and was like, she's your problem now kind of deal. And uh, because of that, he sent me to live with um, his friend's mistress. That was very interesting. I would mess with her all the fucking time because I hated her. Shout out to Laura. But (laughs) she's never going to hear it, but I don't care. Like, she was awful. And I just got tired of being in that house. I got kicked out of that house for... uh, So, like, I... I had, a, I had a house key and all that, but I left it in my room one day, so I crawled through my window to grab my key, and I figured my window was already open, the front door was locked, so I just went back out the window. Well, whenever I came out, there was a gun in my face from the neighbors, because oh, nice. he was like, you don't live here, you're, you're not allowed to be at this house, and I was like, no, this is, this is my house, like, I have the key and everything, and he was like, no, this person lives here, I was like... No, like, I live here, and they said that I was, like, sneaking out and doing all these bad things and bringing people into her house, which I never had anybody over there. So then I just kind of house-hopped from then on, like, up until the point of me turning 18 and just getting my own place. Yeah. Jeez, that, I couldn't imagine that stress. And you still went to school, like, with all that going on, too? Well, yeah, well, like, that's whenever COVID hit and everything, so, like... I graduated early whenever I was 17, so I went to that school in Lebanon, my hometown, for three months, and then they shut down the whole entire school, and we did online. Oh, and the okay. funny thing is, I don't remember doing one online class at all. Like, I don't, I don't know how I graduated, genuinely. Because no clue. your dear old brother helped you out here. Oh, yeah, I did pay him <laughs> in summer. I paid him to do one of my algebra classes. Oh, but my gosh. I dropped out of that class, so I never even got any of the credits for it. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> no, I actually didn't. Well, yeah. Now I feel like all that, that work <laughs> yeah. was wasted. It, it was, but I mean. <laughs> it keeps you, your mind young, at least. It, it does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's always, I've always come to him for my homework and stuff like that. He's always been the smarter out of us. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody has their own specialties or talents or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I've always been more artistic. He's good with, like, numbers and all that fun stuff. I can't do math. <laughs> yeah, uh, Len was saying you was a, what, a dispatcher, 911 dispatch or something like that? Yeah, 911 dispatch for uh, Livingston County. How's that? Is that crazy or what? Uh, yeah, it can be crazy, it can be chill, it just really depends. Oh, really? Um, you know, stuff is never the same. Uh, you can have one day where, you know, you might have a house fire, and the next it'll just be, you know, oh, this person and their dog, and, you know, stuff like mm. that. And it's oh, just please tell complaints. them that story of the bus, please. Uh, no, not on, not on. <laughs> oh, you're not yeah. allowed to? That's no, not on live oh, that, Well, then yeah. it's, you won't get in trouble, so... I'm going to tell the story from my point of view, since I kind of know what happened. Okay, fine. If, <laughs> I guess I, at this point, I, my hands are tied. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like give any like detailed details or whatever. Uh, basically, we had a arsonist around the area. Or it was actually a different county, but um, essentially he ended up going, and he had a decommissioned bus that he like spray-painted up and stuff like that, and it... Uh, it was a big mess, essentially, but this individual um, ended up basically setting himself on fire and running what? off the bus after our officers. 
Um, this like male, the bus was on fire. No, 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 no. Uh, he was ingesting. He was drinking turpentine, which what? yeah, set yeah. himself on fire and, and like yeah, he poured the turpentine on himself, lit himself on fire, and ran after the officers. It was wasn't he saying that he mess. was God or something like that? Uh, yes, and <clears throat> essentially what it was before that is he had uh, put up a video on social media saying that the only way he could become a god was if he baptized himself in fire, essentially, if he cleansed himself in fire. And the, basically he felt that his human flesh was holding him back from becoming a full god. So, yeah, he set himself on fire, and here we are. I so. bet his name was Chris P. Bacon. Yep. Huh. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, that's what—that's the power of myth right there. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that was a week after I moved here, too. I was like, what is going on with this town? Like, yeah. that was whenever I moved here the first time. I, I moved away. Yeah. yeah, I moved here, and then I moved away for nine months, and then I came back, so. Just in time to have that baby. Oh, ew, <laughs> stop. I hate kids. <laughs> that's funny. But, so, uh, I guess I forgot to even bring it back up, but you said you were nine when you had childhood cancer. Yeah, I had uh, Burkitt's lymphoma. I had it for about um, nine months before we actually knew it was cancer. Or not three months, sorry. Three yeah. months before we actually knew it was cancer. And then... Um, what is like? What kind of cancer is that? Uh, so mine was in my nasal cavity, which uh, I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And if I opened my mouth, you could see it like hanging down the tumor what? in the back of my throat, like just the white mass. And they said if they would have waited one more month, I would have suffocated to death because of it closing off my airways. Wow. And I had a branch, like, right above my left eye that started um, growing up towards my brain. So, I mean, either it would have touched my brain and became, like, a really even worse kind of deal or it would have suffocated me if they hadn't found it. Wow. Didn't the I'm trying to think they gave you steroids, didn't they? And that kind of like <laughs> aggravated it and increased the growth or something like that. No, he brings up the steroid thing every single time. They remember. gave me a steroid shot in my butt yeah. whenever I was nine, just to I guess kind of like um, I don't really even understand what it was for. Yeah. Something to do with the growth of the cancer, but I really I can't remember if that was actually like before or after the fact, honestly. I can't remember either, honestly. It's I think been so it was like before they. Whoops. <laughs> I think that was. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I think that was before we actually found out it was cancer, and I think that made it grow a little mm. faster. Yeah. Because of the fact, and uh. Mm, well, they kept telling me that I had like um, ear infections and nose infections right, and stuff yeah. like that, and. I sounded like this all the time because I couldn't breathe through my nose right. at all. So, like, I got made fun of at school for it. And I remember this uh, school nurse, like, I couldn't blow my nose or anything. But, like, we were, I, I went to the nurse because they were like, oh, she just, she won't blow her nose. And I was like, I've been blowing my nose. Nothing's coming out. I don't know what's happening. And this nurse started screaming at me. It was like, just blow your nose. And I was like, I'm trying. Can't you see that? Oh, like, my gosh. Why did you go to prison for school? <laughs> no it was just this this nurse sucked man like but wouldn't you like to go back to that nurse and be like i told you so i lived (laughs) just give her your tumor and be like hmm yeah you're right (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. well like it was just like this this, you know gross but mucus would come out like just really thick stringy gross stuff but it wasn't like i could just blow my nose and then suddenly like breathe through my nose again because there was a tumor there so Dang. Yeah, I mean, 
Like, I went back to that school after the fact. So, like, I didn't go to fourth grade pretty much at all mm -hmm. because of it. They just sent me on to fifth grade. So, I learned, oh, like, cool. I missed. Oh, it's not cool. Oh, trust me. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> I, I missed a lot of, like, fundamental. Like, I, I can't do multiplication. I can't do fractions. Like, uh. Whose fault is that? Like, it's not the only year that they teach that is the In fourth Lebanon, grade. that was the only year they taught us that. Really? Mm -hmm. That was, they... like, the basis of it. Like, obviously, you... For math, obviously, you right, have to learn yeah. that kind of stuff. But I skipped the basis of it, and they didn't ever try to uh, reteach it to me, so I just never learned it. Say so they didn't teach you how to read an analog clock, wasn't that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up. But, yeah, I didn't know how yeah. to tell time at all until actually a couple weeks ago, like, looking at a, a clock. A couple weeks ago? I, yes, that's clocks. so stupid. But, like, I would stare at a clock for so long and just try to, like, I understood the concept of it, but I would... By the time that I figured out what time it was, it was already a different time, if that makes sense. <laughs> it was bad. Like, I just, my brain would jumble every time I looked at a clock. Um, whatever. Hey, it happens. <laughs> my, I can't read or write or do anything, so hell, I, I don't have any room to talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, English was always my number one. I always yeah. was pretty good at that kind of thing. Hell yeah, that's fun. Fucking, I couldn't imagine, though, that going through fucking cancer, especially as a child. It is a little warm in here. You want me to, like, throw open the window or anything? <laughs> Maybe. It's, yeah, like, I'm it's just, hot. <laughs> yeah, here, we can, uh, whatever, I'll just edit this out. Just been using it for everything, honestly. Oh, but, like, uh, so whenever we actually, like, found out that I had the cancer and stuff like that, we had a, um, 10-month treatment plan of chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. But I only ended up doing nine months of the treatment. Um, thank God for that. But the cancer was actually gone by the sixth month. But we did the, the three extra rounds just to be sure that it was, like, gone and wasn't going to come back. So, like, I've been in remission for 11 years now. And uh, what a ride. <laughs> it's been a ride. Tell you what. I still go back every five years. Yeah. Now it's every five years. It used to be, um, it was every month. And then it went to three, six, twelve, and... Then it was every three years, and now we're up to five years, so. Well, that's nice. At least, like, you know, you're able to beat it and stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll be going back to St. Jude's for the rest of my life because I signed up for their um, life study program. So, like, oh, I gave yeah. them permission to use any of my, like, blood samples or even, mm -hmm. like, tumor samples that they still have to test on and huh. hopefully find a cure for, like, another yeah. kid. Wait, so they still got those just laying around somewhere? They like... still have a biopsy piece of my tumor and oh, a... Well. Okay. And a little jar thing. I never got to see it, but I remember whenever Ugh. I went in, because they think, went yeah. up through my nose to take a piece of the cancer out to biopsy it. And I remember I woke up and I had this like scab on the end of my nose. And it was the doctor. He cut my nose whenever he what? was coming out with the scalpel. He's like, yeah, I made a little accident. I was like, you're a surgeon and you just <laughs> cut the wrong part of my nose, sir. <laughs> yeah, and I'm about to let you go up there and pull this out. You well, this know? was at, like, he was pulling it out, I guess, and then his, like, scalpel. Oh, yeah, but just the biopsy, like, that wasn't just the whole tumor removal, was it? No, like, we couldn't possibly get the whole tumor out because it was bigger than a golf ball. So how the, did they get it out? The chemotherapy, we shrank it, like, over. Oh, so they didn't have to cut anything? No, I mean, like, I had, um. Other than the biopsy, I guess, but. Yeah, I had the biopsy, and I had eight, I think, 18 surgeries after that, but not, like, actually on my face. A lot of them were just, like, um, IT's bone marrow biopsies, mm. and uh, I had my port put in, so uh, that was right. a double lumen, and it was this rubber tube 
that went in through my chest right here, like in the middle, and then it wrapped around an artery in my shoulder, and I still have both of the scars from that. And there's actually still a plastic clip in my left arm so that if I ever do get the cancer again, they can clip that lumen back on right. and not have to do, like, the huge surgery again. Yeah. So you're basically, like... 1% recycled plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Over here, better than Kim K, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, that bitch is all plastic. <laughs> but, damn, that's crazy. I I don't know. You just see a lot of kids, you know, and they go through mm -hmm. that. Did you get, I guess, a lot of friends or connections going through such a challenging time at that age, like other kids going through the same struggles? Um. So I actually, I made about... Um, if I had to guess, probably eight to ten friends, but I lost five of them. So mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of my friends didn't make it, but whenever we were there and stuff like that, a lot of like uh, cancer children aren't actually allowed to play with each other or anything like that mm -hmm. because of the fact that they can share each other's germs and like right. uh, with us all having open lines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's what we called the double womb and the thing that was in my chest. We called a line, and. Uh, I didn't really ever get to play with a lot of kids, so my mom would always like play Barbies with me and stuff like that yeah. whenever we were um, in the hospital. Like we were in the hospital three weeks out of the month typically, and only home for like a week at a time. But we Jeez. had to. Uh, we went up to Memphis, Tennessee, like mm -hmm. actually on site. So we lived there for nine months, and that was eight hours from my hometown, and I had never right. been anywhere. So that was that was really hard, and hmm. honestly, like. I, a lot of it is kind of blurry just because like trauma has oh, a way yeah. of blocking your mind from that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. I remember like uh, my brother and my dad, they'd FaceTime me or I guess Skype actually. Yeah, say, back when Skype, <laughs> back was, yeah. Skype was a thing. It still <laughs> is, I guess. But like they would Skype me, I think on Fridays, was it? Maybe? Uh, I can't honestly yeah, remember. I don't yeah. know. Jeez. It's been too long ago. Yeah. But I had, um, I had one friend that uh, I can't remember... I think her cancer was in her leg and then in her cheek. Uh, her name was Bailey. She was, like, we, we got pretty close for a while. She actually, she passed away. And uh, I think, let's see, uh, my friend Finley is still alive. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. They called us uh, the Bobsy Twins because we just, I don't know, she had, like, really curly hair and I had, like, pretty straight hair and we just... I was about to say no hair. I thought you like. Well, like it. obviously, whenever my hair was growing back in, oh. I would get. So I've actually had technically every single hair color naturally because every single time that uh, my hair would grow back in, it would be a different color. What? Yeah, because the the um, chemicals and the chemotherapy actually changes your hair follicles every single time that no you shit. lose them. Huh. So I've had blonde hair, brown hair, and my. I was really pissed about this. My second to last time. It was growing back in red, and I always wanted red hair. Yeah. And I was like, please let it grow back in red, and it grew yeah. back in brown, and I was so mad about it. Oh, <laughs> damn the luck. I, I mean, was like, no. They can probably hook you back up and get you some of that chemo. We called it Kojak juice. Kojak juice? <laughs> That's what my grandma called it, because it was this really like bright orange stuff, and it made you bald. So. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, geez. I, man, I had another one I was going to bring up, but... I, Ah, it'll come back anyways. <laughs> I shouldn't have took that nap. That nap was the devil. <laughs> yeah. You I got like, the uh, the Jeopardy theme song playing in the back of your brain right now. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I, yeah, I got nothing playing right now. I'm just like <laughs> static in the yeah. back. <laughs> static in the back. Yeah, you see, like my enemies just staring at a wall. Like, <laughs> you know. 
No. No, I think, sis, I mean, you were, we tried our best to make sure that you were spoiled at the very least. And, and oh, I was definitely spoiled. Was, I know you were spoiled. I mean, I, I, I don't really care if you share the story. You already know. You already know, you already know from me uh, looking at course. you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we actually, um, I, I would ask some of the most absurd things of these nurses and my family just to, because I knew I could. So I asked my brother to put on a hula skirt for me. So he, we've got a bunch of those, like, uh, what are they called? The look, flower necklaces? The, la- the yeah. or whatever. Yeah, those. We got a bunch of those and got um, some hula skirts, and we have a picture of him in them. And I remember, you were probably like, 13 or 12 at the time and you were like don't let anybody see this nobody's ever allowed to know that (laughs) i did this for you never see sunlight (laughs) (laughs) and i actually like this is horrible but i remember that one time that we were fighting over one of my like sensory toys that they gave me to build my muscle and it it was like a little squishy thing and (laughs) this is horrible i guess i don't remember this huh You'll remember it once I tell this part. Probably, yeah. So, like, the line that was in my chest, like, we had Hypofix that we put over it, and it's, like, a medical-grade tape, and, like, you couldn't get that stuff off for nothing unless you had remover. Yeah. And um, I knew this. He did not. So I was acting like I was going to pull my line out of my chest because oh, <laughs> I was no. like, give me my stuff back. And he was like, no. And I was like, fine, then I'm just going to pull this out of my chest and die. And he was like, yeah, horrible. <laughs> and he like, was like, oh, my gosh. Do it. No balls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she she really pushed the envelope with that. I really I was did. Like, you have got to be kidding. I was nine years old though. I was like, everybody's giving me. See, the funny thing is, is like you know, not to talk bad on any of these people, but they'd always like send me money and stuff like that. I'm like, oh thanks, that cured my cancer. Awesome, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that did nothing for me, but well, I mean, I mean, more Barbies, yay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, hey, I can't help that the fact yeah. you have cancer, but <laughs> here's a little something. I'll say, didn't somebody like walk up and hand you a hundred dollars at the zoo or something like that? Oh, I, I can't remember. I was Probably. Say, I know it was cold outside, and uh, we, I think, were you in a stroller or something? Like yeah, that? I couldn't walk, so I was in a wheelchair for like the full nine months oh, because wow. like the the skin on my hands and feet peeled off, so it was just like. Um, raw like right. almost to the muscle so i couldn't touch anything like if you lightly ran your finger across my hand i would oh, cry yeah that's fucking... it was just raw nerves yeah that's hardcore <laughs> Ugh. so people would just like hand you money all the time like oh here you go yeah basically and like i what if you didn't have cancer oh well it's very obvious like, that i did obvious. like if you see the pictures like it was yeah. so obvious i looked like a skeleton like say the mask and yeah uh, i had to wear a mask all the time, unless I was in my house, I had to wear one of those. Like, like the COVID ones? Um, oh. even bigger. Like That's these like... were like um, the like styrofoam shaped ones, kind of like the ones we use for like dust masks. Like an N95. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was like that. I had to wear yeah. I had to wear one of those constantly. Huh. In the hospital too. Man, I was gonna say it's almost like a Michael Jackson thing, but I think he <laughs> had like more of like a bandana probably at one point. So. No, they actually, like, they gave us these little things to cover up the straps, so, like, I could change the strap on mine, but it was always yeah. covered up by hat, so. Yeah, say, you always had your little knit hat and Yeah, stuff like I that. never let anybody see my head, because I was always, because obviously, like, I was Pentecostal, so losing my hair, mm. that was a huge thing for me, because, like, in the, um, in the apostolic belief, it's, uh... The more hair you have, the more glory you have. Yeah, like a woman's hair is what her glory. It's a covering. Um, so me losing my hair, I was like... She felt ashamed. Ashamed sort of. of it. So yeah. I would always wear hats or coverings of some sort because huh. I was just... I didn't like people to see my head. Not even my own brother and my own dad. They never even saw my really? head. Ever. 
Huh. It, it was very rare when I seen it. Uh, yeah, unless it was just like I was in the house and it was like hot and I took off yeah. my hat. We I happened to walk by the camera or something like that, but yeah. I, I hated it. <laughs> so, oh, oh, no, I just, what year was this? Uh, when, what year? Uh, 2012, I do believe. Yeah. Or 2011, one of the two. Wow. Like, it would have been 2012, I think. Yeah, 2012, yeah. because I was about 12, you were 9. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's crazy. That's an easy way to oh, yeah. it. You were born in 2000, so. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah. I can think of to remember it. <laughs> yeah. What was you about to say before I cut you off? Uh, I think I was going to say, like, I think the only time that I really ever saw her without a hat on, most of the time, was, like, maybe when she was about ready for bed or something like that. Yeah. And, like, mom would be in there, like, rubbing her head or something like that. Right. Yeah, my mom rubbed my head all the time. To relax and stuff like right. that. So. Maybe she thought you was a chia pet. Like, chia She's out there like. So, like, actually, after, whenever my hair was growing back, we would say that I was, like, a chia pet or something like that. Or, like, I remember we have this video of whenever Tyler and I, we were sitting on the couch, and... I can't even remember why I said this, but I was like, fear the fuzz, because I had oh fuzz God. on my head. So I kept screaming, fear the fuzz at him. Uh, didn't you also, like, dye your fuzz, like, oh, well, blue and pink? Yeah, I. whenever my fuzz was growing back in, my neighbor had this, uh, like, fake Bratz doll hair dye type stuff that yeah. was just washable. And I came home, and I had a pink stripe going down the middle, and then two blue on the side. Oh, my gosh. And my mom was like, what did you do to your head? And I was like, it's okay, it washes out. Because obviously, like, Pentecostals, they don't dye their hair either. So yeah. she was like, what did you do? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, the kids held me down, they dyed my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're being so mean. I look so rad, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have joined a biker gang shortly after that. <laughs> but... Call me Baldy the Biker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that could be good. I guess that. Get you a Harley, girl. <laughs> no. So how does it feel being, like, I guess going back to the work thing or whatever? What made you kind of decide hey i'm gonna get into construction or i mean auto body maybe because your mom a little bit but like you've done some other you know interesting jobs yeah i mean like i did um i only did construction for a couple of months because it was more like demolition kind of stuff because okay. we had a uh you know do you know where big lake is uh i don't watch a lot of porn no <laughs> dear lord um big lake is over by uh mount city and um we went over there after the flood and would like scoop up like a foot of mud so uh, I got I got buff doing that kind of stuff because that's heavy. It, yeah, it was some heavy stuff, and that's uh, where I ended up like wearing the pants and like yeah. my mom and all that. But um, I was actually I started Votech in Maryville, and I started doing uh, culinary, and I thought that I would like it, but I was in there for I think two or three weeks, and I culinary? hated it. Yeah, like cooking and stuff like that. I thought it's culinary. Yeah, culinary. Yeah. Did I not say it right? Culinary. Culinary is your butt. That's like your colon. butt. Not, I'm not saying colon. colon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I was so... I was like, he was a butt doctor in tech school? Like, geez. Yes, I go? was. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was, these out here. Yeah, I was tossing salads for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was not my favorite. No. Okay, I'm sorry. So, yeah, culinary school. Got it. So jumping back to cooking. Yeah. Going back to the cooking part of that. Yeah. yeah, like, I hated that. And I remember... My first day of Votech, I was wearing a unicorn sweatshirt, sparkly shoes, unicorn leggings, and a long jean skirt. And I walked into the class, and they were like, are you in the right class? Are you supposed to be here? And I was like, yeah, no, like, I want to do body work. They're like, oh, you're going to transfer out in a month. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. And I just ended right. up loving it. They were right. Yeah. 
I didn't transfer out. Oh, no, I thought, well, sorry, I thought I you were mean, talking about the culinary school. They were no, saying you were I'm talking about, out. no, no, the culinary say, they people. They were right, two to three weeks. Well, like, actually, <laughs> like, Jordan, uh, my ex-boyfriend, he was in the culinary class with me, but we weren't together at the time, and I hated seeing his face every day, so I was like, I've got to get out of here. <laughs> well, you know, you do an awesome job, like, just with what you do, you know, already and stuff. That's what I, I was telling Ian. I'm like, I'm going to snag her from you and have her come work with me in St. Joe. He's like, <laughs> no. He told me, he's like, don't don't leave me, don't burn me or anything like yeah. that because I guess I don't know what your guys' turnover rate or I guess not your guys' <laughs> you weren't there. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Just yeah, and no one laughs there for a reason. There's I don't know, I like it. I like the people, I like hanging out there and stuff like well, that. So. Enjoy it, live it up. Because mm, like the shop that you used to work at over oh, I mean, you, you put up with some of the it was stupidest, funniest, anything and everything. Uh, my my old boss, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, you can cut this out if I'm not. My old boss showed me his nutsack one day, unintentionally. He was showing someone else as a joke. Like okay. he, he just I don't know. All I've seen too many nutsacks at that shop. But <laughs> they sounds like just, old immature men. They were. They would just like be walking by and say, you know, ha ha and they'd whip their nuts out and I'm like, Oh, I'm sixteen, you yeah, like, like not only is that yeah being a pedophile you're also yeah, doing yeah. this in a non like healthy way this is a work environment you know? <laughs> yeah exactly so we actually had this old guy who worked in the bag his name is joe we called him joe webb and <laughs> joe webb <laughs> joe webb and like he's old yeah. <laughs> and um so I had, like, you know, my TikToks and stuff like that, and I would always do the whole, like, goth aesthetic and everything like that. He's like, oh, I just love goth chicks and all this. And he came up to me with, we were in the break room, he had his phone, and he said, uh, what's it going to take to get you on this thing? And one of my coworkers said, a charge. <laughs> oh. And he's like, fuck you, motherfuckers. He was, he was pissed about That's it. That's funny. Well, no, exactly. That's <laughs> fucking old people, man. They could be perverts. Yeah, they but. I there wasn't like one person in that shop that didn't hit on me other than my dad. So, yeah. Oh, your dad worked there. Yeah, my dad was uh, working on a lift across the shop. Oh, okay. And then I was in the paint department with uh, two other guys, and then we yeah. had like another kid that would come in. Like the kids, they'd switch out occasionally. Obviously, right. high schoolers, they'd come and go. But Jeez. that's crazy. Yeah, it was quite the time. They were very inappropriate people. <laughs> He was trying to get your Snapchat or whatever? Or no, like, like my TikTok. He was trying to get my TikTok. Oh. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it was just it didn't go over well. Girl, you got to be careful with that stuff you put on the internet, man. You don't want someone... <laughs> people are horrible out there. That's the last oh, thing. Jeez. So, do you want to talk about your freaking TikTok? I don't, actually. I don't at all. You know, it's Chinese <laughs> spyware. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I understand all that. I think that... I, like, I had it whenever it was Musical.ly. So, like, it I started had... off as music? As uh, Musical.ly? Musical yeah, TikTok was Musical.ly before it was TikTok. That was the app was called Musical.ly. The app yeah. was called Musical.ly. Oh, okay, huh. Yeah, and so, like, I had that account. Well, not the account that I have now. Because right. I've been banned on three different accounts because of the type of content that I was posting. And uh, I had one before then for five years. And then it got reported for one of the things that I posted. And they took yeah. it down. And I was livid about it. Was there a dead squirrel in it? <laughs> I believe it if there was. <laughs> no, there was not. There was other things. <laughs> uh, all right, well, leave that at that then. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't like I thought it's funny because uh, the government or whatever they're like talking like to the the CEO or whatever TikTok, mm -hmm. and they're like it's Chinese spyware, and then I, the whole time I'm thinking I'm like, but how's that any different than everything the U.S. has? You yeah. know. To be fair, yeah, that's. I mean, well, yeah. 
I mean, like, we can spy on you, but it's only okay if we spy on you, not, you know, China or a foreign nation. Well, I saw this actual, like, the interview, I think the one that you're talking about, and yeah. they said, one of the guys that was interviewing him said, uh, does this TikTok access the Wi-Fi, the internet? And he goes, um, well, yes, obviously. Like, yeah, he was like, what are you asking me app. right now? He's like, it's, it's an online app. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, of course it uses Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. To, like, I think I the know. guy just had a bad question, probably, because I think he was trying to see if it would connect to other people's devices or something. I if think it's that's on a, what he was trying to imply there. Yeah, but so that doesn't freak you out or anything, like knowing that stuff and then also having kind of content that might be a little more... Risque, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Not not really. There's things that I can't really say on the record, right. but... You yeah. never had anybody like come out of like try to be weird about it though, like stalkers oh, I, or anything online. Yes, I yeah. I've I didn't know plenty. just being a female in general though. Yeah, no, I mean like I've had I had someone that um, we became like pretty good friends. I guess we were talking like over for a while, and then like I ended up meeting with him after a year, and it was just a really bad deal. So like yeah, it a lot of really creepy people because like a lot of people with the content that i was making like honestly my content hasn't changed that much from whenever i was 16 i you know mm -hmm. i hate it but whenever i was 16 i really put my body out there a lot yeah and uh people would prey on that hardcore so i get called like, predators yeah yes. obviously <laughs> so like i would get people trying to groom me all the time constantly uh, <laughs> how were you able to navigate through that though like i mean what what gave you your base to be like Mm, no, because a lot of girls you hear about that, especially being in that age, you know, they're, mm. they're. I mean, hell, it happened to me. I had a, a, a in, I was a male, mm -hmm. and close to this like my hometown area, mm -hmm. pretended to be a female on the internet, huh? and then he was like, I was having this online relationship with this person that I oh, thought no. was a female, and it turns out it was a male from around here, and yeah, it would get me to send nudes and like Jeez. things like that, and yeah. Later, I got, yeah, I found out about it and it's a whole crazy ass thing. But it wasn't just me. There's a lot of young men that mm -hmm. they're doing it with. Yeah. Uh, well, like, I guess I, I'll so ask again what's your. The hope? question is, like, just, like, how were you able to navigate through that and be like, hey, you know, this guy's trying to groom, you know, me or, like, be weird about it? Or, like, how were you able to kind of avoid those weird situations whenever you have people like that? Well, the bad thing was, is I didn't try to avoid it, I just let it happen. Because, like, you know, because of the fact that my dad wasn't so present, obviously, like, daddy issues and all mm. that, I hardcore wanted the attention from men constantly, so yeah. I would post that stuff to get the rise from men. And um, I was actually, whenever I was 16, I was in a relationship with a 23-year-old until I was 18, so I was with him for three years. And uh, whenever I turned 18, he started showing, like, less interest in me. What? And I, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, this is weird. You're a pedophile yeah. for sure. Oh. Yeah. So like I got out of that. I ran from that relationship hardcore. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the same guy that fucking stole my tools, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Where, who, what's his name? What's calling out? You want to call him out? Jesse. Fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> Punk ass. Bring her back or snap on shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I'd be good money for some of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn, girl. Well, that's crazy. Well, you know, you just got to. I'll give you a little dad talk or homie talk, but just always, you know, have your, like, be smart, you know, because the world's out to get everybody, and unfortunately, it's, it's sad, but, you know, especially if you're putting stuff out there for attention, yeah. you, you don't need that. Don't do that. Yeah, I mean, no, I've learned from my mistakes hardcore, especially right. just in the last year. I've reaped a lot of what I sowed, and honestly, that's what yeah. got me back here and 
you know, where I live now is because I messed up hardcore and I got into a lot of things that I shouldn't have. And now I'm really trying to like 180 my life on that. I think I, yeah, 180. Yeah, you can try <laughs> to here, 360. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do no 360. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good that you recognize that because a lot of people, they'll just go down that path or that slope and it's hard to come back, especially once you, you know, might get into some kind of develop a bad habit or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's good that you came home, you recognized you had, you know, some faults and you wanted to fix them. So it's good. But, you know, I feel like we can keep going for 20 more hours. But sadly, this only allows me to have like an hour long podcast. So. That's fine. How long are we at? Uh, we're at like coming on 50 minutes right now. Okay. So most of the time what I do is I wrap it up or whatever. But mm-hmm. if you want, you can put out your socials or whatever. After we just oh, get good. done talking about attention. Nope. But yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I prefer if you didn't. No, like, I got rid of, like, my Instagram yeah. and all that. Like, I got rid right. of every other account that I had. That's I even good. debated getting rid of my TikTok just yeah. because I had so much crap put out on it. Right. No, and then I keep putting out more. But, right. <laughs> uh, you know. It, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. What about you, Clay? You want to drop anything? You want to tell people? You guys got any final words you like to tell the world? Nope, I think I'm good. Nope, he's good. Fuck bitches get money. Fuck <laughs> bitches get money. All right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That was Lynn and Clay on uh, Across the Bar. I'm glad you all were here to come and be a part of a podcast, though. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Was it your first time doing yeah. this? Yeah, it was. Yep. Oh, well, shoot. We'll have to have you back. Maybe uh, I'll not take a nap before and I can actually... <laughs> I was going to say, we'll, we'll have a more, I guess, interview Coherent. Question. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So, all right, everyone. Well, that's that. Thanks for listening. Bye.